Please remember to watch your language. Look, I can't speak without swearing, and I've only got my grade 10, and I haven't had a cigarette since I've been arrested, and I'm ready to f***ing snap. So I'd like to make a request under the People's Freedom of Choices and Voices Act that I be able to smoke and swear in your courtroom. Because if I can't smoke and swear, I'm f***ed. The following programming may contain content that some listeners find offensive. If you are sensitive to foul language or explicit content, please turn your radio the f*** off now. Hey, Horace, give us three shots of your best bourbon. And have that Russian waiter I like bring it over. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Russian Tim, and I'm the host of weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Tune into CITR 101.9 FM every Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. And you can also find the podcast on CITR.ca, iTunes, and my blog, rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com. Caller, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm here with my girlfriend. Hi. Do you want us to turn our radios down? We already did. Yeah. Okay, listen, will you play our song for us? Um, well, what is your song? In Agata De Vida. Where we belong. What? What is your love song? It's, uh... uh it's, um... These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. David Hoffner, he works in my dad's store. He's worked here for 12 years. He'll probably work here for more. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. Dave Gord, I've known since I was six. Ingrated, he broke his leg, so we got drunk and sick. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. Some of them are Davids, but most of us are Daves. They all have their own hands, but they come from different moms. These are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know. Dave Jadiski, man, this cat can swing. He weighs almost 50 pounds and he delivers my paper on time. These are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know. Dave Capisano, I hardly know him. These are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know. We are the days he knows, he knows, we are the days he knows. We are the days he knows, he knows, we are the days he knows. Some of us are days, but most of us are days. We all have our own hands, but we come from different palms. These are the days I know, I know. We are the days he knows, he knows. These are the days. Hello, hello, hello! You're listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yes, this is happening, happening right here, right now, live on CITR and CITR.ca, available for your listening pleasure. And today, I prepared for you a special episode of Rocket from Russia. I'm very excited um, to... 
this to happen to this hour to be present yes this is uh yeah i think this is great uh my name is russian tim and you're listening to rocket from russia on citr uh we just heard a song called dave's i know by bruce mccullough from his album called shame based man if you're not familiar with uh, bruce mccullough which you shouldn't be bleh. Uh, he is a legendary Canadian actor, writer, and comedian, and the film director. And uh, today's show will be based uh, around my interview with him. Uh, Bruce just recently started a brand new TV show called Young Drunk Punk, uh, which is available on CTTV on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Or if you missed the previous episodes, they are available on CTTV's website. Um, all the episodes, uh, you can just watch it for free. It's great. Um, availability of the internet is fantastic. Uh, so, uh, last week I talked to Bruce and uh, we discussed uh, everything about um, this brand new exciting TV show, Young Drunk Punk, which is obviously is focused on punk rock, but it's also focused on uh, growing up in um, Alberta uh, in the 80s. And uh, Bruce plays a dad who is completely lost uh, in his life at the age of over like roughly around 50 um so that's kind of funny similarity between his kid who is a punk rocker and he kind of has a plan not a plan but like at least an idea in his life and uh bruce as a dad is completely lost a strange and uh, relatively weird so we will talk obviously about that and uh, obviously we talked about punk rock music and growing up as a punk rocker in the 80s and that was fun that was interesting that was very very cool and i'm I really learned a lot of cool things Dude, let's let's just get this atmosphere let's listen to some the punk rock canadian punk rock bands from the 80s from that era um we, yes let's do that and we will start with the band called the modern minds that was the favorite uh, bruce's band at that time but before we do that how about a little bit of this well thank you very much for a wonderful evening i had a lovely time good night <laughs> so are you gonna sleep with me or what <laughs> No, I'm not going to sleep with you. I hadn't thought about sleeping with you, actually. It's because I have a cabbage for a hat, isn't it? Um, no, I, I don't judge people on their race, creed, or color. Unless they have a cabbage for a hat, which I do. Well, um, I'd hardly noticed. Which they're awful quick to on account of it's so freaky to them. Like at the restaurant. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think anyone would have noticed if you hadn't screamed, I bet we got such a shitty table because I have a cabbage for a head. So, uh, what's the word on that, uh, good night, Nookie? <laughs> I don't think so. I had a bad childhood. <laughs> kids wouldn't let me join in all their playful games. Oh, that's terrible. My dad, the farmer, got drunk, tried to harvest my head. <laughs> Could be true. I'm so sorry. So how about it? The mummy and the daddy dance? Look, I don't love you. I don't even like you, all right? Doesn't really matter. Look, if I slept with you, it would only be out of pity, okay? Hey, I'm the king of the Mercy Five! I'm sorry. At least let me come in and water my head. Otherwise, I'll go bald! All right, you can come in for 
five minutes, but that's it. I'm tired. Yeah, in and out real quick. Then no! <laughs> All right, one glass of water. Hey, listen, uh, if Mr. Baker's dough doesn't rise, don't blame me. Blame my cabbage head. <laughs>
Hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is Rocket from Russia on CITR Punk Rock Radio Program. Yes. Uh, we just heard a block of Canadian punk rock music from the 80s. And um, that was... Um, yeah, the punk rock music from the 80s. Correct statement. Great, 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 great. Uh, so the opening track was by the Modern Minds. That was the Bruce McCullough's favorite band at that time, and that was uh, from their uh, self-titled compilation, which came out um, later on, which um, uh, combined uh, a few couple of releases, and that was a song called Teresa's World. Then we heard a band from from Vancouver, Modernet, uh, from their EP called Teen City, and that was a song called Barba. Uh, then we heard another Vancouver, Col- uh, Vancouver, British Columbia band, The Point at Sticks, that was a song called Lies, uh, from their 7-inch Lies, I'm Numb. And the final one was by Golden Calgarians, uh, that was Deviation, from uh, their release, It's Fun to Be Alive. Uh, that, yes, all right, my friends, let's get to the first part of my conversation with Bruce McCullough, and in this part, we mostly focus on this brand new uh, TV show, uh, Young Drunk Punk, which is available on uh, CTTV uh, Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m., um, our time. Yes, I think that's that's how it is. Uh, and uh, like I said, all the previous episodes, if you need to catch up, are available on their website. All right, let's start. This is part one of my conversation with Bruce McCullough. And like I said, we focused mostly on the uh, TV show Young Drunk Punk. Here it is. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show and congratulations on the release of your brand new TV show, Young Drunk Punk, which is available every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. in Vancouver on CTTV. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. That's very kind. 
Originally, you did a stage show, Young, Drunk, Punk, and it was sold out in Vancouver about a year ago. Could you please tell the story, what came first, the idea of Young, Drunk, Punk as a TV show or as a stage show, and how this transition happened? Well, first it was a stage show that I actually had done initially in Toronto, just one night. And when I did it, um, people uh, from the television community came. Someone from City TV came and said, you know, the part where you're growing up in Calgary in 1980 would make a great show. Um, and, of course, the show is not just about that. It's about my life now as, a, as an older guy with kids and all that. And I thought, no, that's a really dumb idea. And then as I kept thinking about it, I thought, yeah, that would be a really good show. So um, I endeavored to, to uh, figure it out, and I did. The main character, Ian, is based on your own childhood, and like you said, it's not only about punk rock, but it's also just life. Uh, when you did casting for Ian's role, what were you looking for? Well, you know, a guy who embodied what me and my friends sort of felt at that time, which is kind of a, a misplaced anger, which I guess is what punk music is, um, you know, wanting the world to, to be something, but you weren't sure what, and then, of course, what I look for in every role, especially this role, is, you know, uh, Tim has soul, you know? Yeah, that's interesting because, like, when I found out that this character is connected to your childhood, I was wondering what, you know, what word were you looking for? Yeah, and I mean, he's not literally me, uh, you know, which is sort of a misnomer. He he, he plays an idealized version of, of a guy that I wish I was, as does the other main character, Shanky. You know, he's just a composite of funny thoughts I have about me and, you know, uh, people I knew perhaps or, or didn't know the created from that time period. You mentioned uh, Tim Carlson and Atticus Mitchell, who play Ian and Shinky, two main characters of the show. They were born way after you first discovered the Buzz Cokes and the Wild Tones. Did you have to do a little bit of punk rock education or were they familiar with the scene and the music at that time? Well, I think Atticus was more. But, you know, I mean, you can draw a line you know, as we discussed, kind of from, you know, uh, the pointed sticks to Blink-182 um, or whatever. So I think they didn't know the music that well, but once once I started kind of playing some for them, I think, I think their eyes opened, which I hope other people do, to like a lot of this cool music that maybe we don't think about so much. Yeah, like in the TV show, you can feel how they're passionate about the, the records, about the Buzzcocks, and they go to the to the cowboy party and switch the record. That was cool. Well, yeah, and also at that age, you know, I mean, especially then when there wasn't the Internet and a way to find people and, you know, information didn't travel, you know, all you had to define yourself was your music. So, you know, me and my my friends just cared about it m- more than anything, you know. The girls would have to leave because we were going to listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Ian and Shinkies, there is a web series on uh, CDS TV website called Ian and Shinkies Time Capsule. Could you please tell what inspired those web episodes? Well, we wanted to do something that was kind of a, 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 a companion piece to the show that these guys could use a little bit more of their sense of humor. Um, and so it's basically them discussing... Uh, 1980 uh, in the future they're talking to people of now and not really understanding how things went and they're putting a Rubik's Cube or uh, a weird old hairbrush or something into a time capsule so they're just weird little things that we shot at the same time as we shot the series that these guys get to riff 
Hello, 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 you're listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR, and we just heard Buzzcocks, I don't know what to do with my life, and that was one of the songs which was actually played in the first episode of a Young Drunk Punk, a new TV show on CTTV which was created by Bruce McCullough of Legendary Kids and the Hallway, that's what probably one of his biggest projects. Uh, in the first part of uh, this interview, like you heard, we mostly focused on the TV show, a couple of questions about that, and then I was really curious to see how was uh, the punk scene at that si- at that time in Calgary. I obviously wasn't there. I wasn't even born at that time. Uh, but and especially, you know, such a legendary Canadian entertainer, Bruce McCullough, who is pretty much everybody knows, he was a part of that scene. He was a punk rocker, and uh, I was really curious about his um, vision and his view of what was going on at that time and his experience. So that's the f- second part of my conversation with Bruce McCullough. Let's check it out. Um, Interview part two, the first Makala, and we talked about Calgary punk rock scene. In the TV show, um, Ian and Shinky are always buying records. Could you please tell the story of buying punk records in the early 80s in Calgary? So was there a specific record store you went to, uh, which carried the punk records? 
Well, there was there was two basically, and one was you know there was a used record store that started to that had all the weird old stuff that you'd listen to, you know, whether it was Humble Pie or or Mountain or whatever English stuff or you know T Rex or whatever that was, and those guys started to stock, you know, they came over first in singles, the the Sex Pistols and and the Vibrators and the Damned and all these bands that actually had a single that you never heard a record from later on. Um, so it was a used record store that had a, that had a part of a, a growing imports, and then sometimes you would get an import of the first, you know, Vibrators record, and it would be like $13, and no one could afford <laughs> it. And then there was, eventually became one record store that was sort of an independent store um, that started stocking, you know, Queen or whatever that was. And... Uh, and then in Edmonton, there was one that was at the university that where all the cool music was, that I think was run by students. Speaking of Edmonton, at the same time when you were, like, you know, when the, in the early 80s, uh, the band in Edmonton, SNFU, were starting out. D- did you ever get to see them? Did you, did you listen to them at that time? Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. They were, they were probably one of the, you know, one of the big bands at that time who came through You know, there was a couple bars. Um, one was the Calgarian Hotel, where the scene came through. They came through. Husker Du came through. Um, and any band, because there wasn't that many places to play, I, guess, I think, if you were a punk band. So all the bands from the West Coast, all the bands from Alberta, um, and less the bands from Toronto. I, bands from Toronto, I don't remember ever coming out. But they, they certainly played there a lot. And the Golden Calgarians uh, and a few other bands. And then the Modern Minds from Edmonton was was a, a band that I was feverish about and we actually use one of their songs in, in the series. Actually, my next question was about Calgarian Hall. I read a little bit, I obviously never been there, but I read a little bit about it and it sounded like a very shady place. Could you please describe the venue? Well, it's interesting because I, I was reading the Bob Mould book, you know, who is a, the hmm. former uh, uh, guitarist singer from Husker Du, um, talking about being in the Calgarian Hotel is the worst place he'd ever been. And, and I was there, what he was talking about, because it was, it was a time when um, uh, it was basically a native and cowboy bar, and then punk rock started to come in, and so there kind of a fight would erupt every night. And I don't, you know, it only lasted, I think, a year of bands coming through, that it was just too chaotic and too sketchy, and I think there was, I think there was a lot of violence, as there was in most bars in Calgary at the time. Um, but it was great, but it did not last long. <laughs> yeah, I read I read uh, the story on the internet, and uh, they didn't really ID people, so younger kids could have gone there and uh, get some liquor. Oh, I certainly went there. I think I was 16 or 17, you know. I, I heard that Black Flag came to play in Calgary in the early 80s. They played Calgarian Hall, and the bikers showed up. You were there at that show. Could you please uh, tell that story? Well, you know, like all stories um, at that time, not to be rude, I was drunk. So the the details weren't that good. And then Black Flag ended up playing at some some weird like space that somebody had, like in a warehouse, because there was a big fight, so they they had to leave the stage and then they ended up playing. You heard that they were gonna play somewhere else, so two or three hours later they were playing in some weird little little uh artist hut or something, uh a few blocks away. Wow, that's 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 a cool story, thank you. <laughs> And to wrap up the conversation, Bruce, what are your top three favorite punk rock records of all time? 
well, they're sort of cliche. I mean, I have to say God Save the Queen, you know, um, which, because I just remember viscerally the first time um, I, I put it on, it, it did something to me. I, I, it changed my body forever, just the feeling of it. Um, the second one is one from Toronto, which is, you know, for me, kind of it feels like my entire experience of going to Toronto as the cool place to play music uh, from Calgary, which is New York City by the Demix. You know, mm-hmm. it was kind of a gruesome, beautiful uh, anthem for everybody who felt kind of uh, not rage, but they were just sort of they were lost and excited and didn't know where to go. It was like a Kerouac. That's how I felt when I read Kerouac. Um, and then I think the third one. Let's say, um, I'm going to say Gang of Four. Mm-hmm. At home, he feels like a tourist. Because um, it's, it's punk, but it's something else. It's, it's, it's rhythmic, and it's, it's lost, and it has a sense of humor. At home, he feels like a tourist. Um, and, I, and that sort of opened up my mind to a whole kind of, of grisly, weirder kind of music, like the Contortions and all those sort of bands that were coming out of New York at that time. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. To be quite honest, I expected to hear Buzzcocks because Buzzcocks stickers and records are all over the place in the first three episodes of the show. Well, it is. I mean, I listen. I could I could <laughs> go on for half an hour about any any of those bands. You know, the heavier stuff or the vibrators or the Clash or the undertones. Even you know, there's just a lot of great music. And really, one of the great things about doing this series is is kind of reminding people how great the modernettes and the pointed sticks and, you know, Art Bergman is and was and, you know, etc. Yeah, that's cool. Like, speaking of modernettes, it was cool seeing Ian, I think it was Ian, uh, wearing a modernettes Teen City shirt in one of the scenes, I think, when he was trying to get a job as um, uh, in a bar. Yeah, and, you know, the great thing is also with all these bands, you know, it's really hard to get music for TV series, but all these bands are interested in, in, in me and what I'm doing, so they're all you know, letting me borrow that music for hardly any money, which is, which is great because I can use it all and, and then now people can hopefully hear it again. Yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. Thank you so much for the interview. Thanks. Congratulations again on the Young Drunk Punk TV series and good luck with the show. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Bruce. Bye. Bye-bye.
How about that, huh? All this happening on uh, February 14th, which is Saturday, at the Pat's Pub. That was impressive in my opinion. Hope you were impressed as much as I expressed those feelings just to you. Uh, the opening track and the headlining band of that show, The Generators, uh, that was a title track from their brand new album which came out last year, Life Gives, Life Takes. Uh, then we heard local superheroes, Bishop's Green, uh, the, from their new studio album called Pressure, and that was a song called uh, Gross and Net, which uh, this album also came out last year. And another uh, release from last year, new band to me, new local band, new band which I'm excited, they're called Daggers. D-A-G-E-R-S Deggers Deggers And that was super hit Called God and Country That was a super song Right Alright my friends That was it This is it This is too much I'm talking now I already took one hour Of CITR broadcasting I think this is enough For today If you like what you heard You can check out The podcast for On CITR.ca Also on Facebook.com Slash Rocket from Russia On iTunes And on my blog Rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com a uh, couple of quick announcements. Uh, starting in the, the second week of March, I will this the show Rocket from Russia will be coming out on Tuesdays. Uh, the first episode is on March 10th, uh, Tuesday, uh, and the new time slot will be 10:30 a.m. Uh, so from. Starting from there, uh, we will change the time slot and day of the week. Uh, but the the concept of the show will remain pretty much the same. Nothing will change. And another announcement on February 23rd, I'm doing the second Punk Rock Trivia Night at the Biltmore Cabaret. And the special uh, performance from the band called Poor Form. This should be super, super fun. Uh, the tickets are available at the Red Cat, Neptune, and Scrape Records. It's only five bucks. Uh, for five bucks, you can get two hours of trivia and a super uh, set uh, from poor form. That should be super fun. I hope that you uh, will um, uh, spend a Monday night on the 23rd uh, at the Baltimore uh, playing punk rock trivia. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, that was great. And um, in the interview with Bruce McCullough, he mentioned, uh, actually asked, I asked him about a band called Less Than A Few from that area, from that era. And how about we finish up this uh, program with a song by as in a few called Cannibal Cafe. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Have a great Valentine's Day. Uh, if you are able, if you can uh, make an agreement with your spouse, uh, check out gener- the generators uh, from Los Angeles uh, and Bishop's Grimm and Daggers at the Pets Pop. If you're not able, still have fun. Love is great. Uh, thank you so much for listening. That was Russian Tim, Rocket from Russia, and this is SNFU Cannibal Cafe.